Hey fellow disasters! And welcome back, back, back again to another episode of Really Bitch! I'm Naomi. And I'm Wombat. And today... Today... My sweet chicken fillets. No, we need to stop with that. I think we should keep going. (laughs) My sweet tender dumplings. Oh god. Um, (laughs) My little chicken nuggets. So we're going to be talking about Jennifer's body. Starring Megan Fox. And initially when it came out, it was like a massive flop. Like oh, it was so sad. It tanked. But now, because like Megan Fox is having her renaissance. We love. We, we love. love to see it. We might not approve of her choices and partners. <clears throat> <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Machete Kyle. <laughs> Machete Kyle. But we're glad that she's finally getting of the love that she deserves because i feel like because she got into the film scene quite young yeah uh, obviously she's like told stories in interviews and whatever about how directors or like certain male directors treat her on set and <clears throat> michael bay yeah and <laughs> it's not been great um but I feel like she was really sexualized, obviously. Like, all these young actresses are, they're, like, super sexualized. And she was, like, a huge thing in the mm. early noughties. Yeah. Was it noughties or nineties? Noughties? It wouldn't be 90s. I don't remember. It'd be so noughties. It was, like, the early 2000s, probably, like, 2004-ish. Yeah. She, like, popped off. And yeah. then she just, like... And then everyone hated her. Yeah. Which... I still, I still don't understand why. Like, I was part of it. I'm not going to oh, say no, I wasn't. Oh, no, me too. I, me too. Because I think, like, the way she was marketed, she was literally reduced to the fact that she was just super hot. Yeah. And, like, that was it. That was all that was to her. Mm. So, like, for for male audiences, she was hypersexualized, And then it was, like, for girls, girls would be threatened by that. Mm. And there's like a real thing about that, isn't it? Because I was watching this interview with her quite, I guess you could say before, just before her like renaissance and she was kind of coming back into the limelight. Yeah. Yeah. There was like an anniversary interview with her and the screenwriter for um, Jennifer's Body, Diablo Cody. And they were talking about it and like Megan Fox is basically like at the time she felt like even though she was talking about, you know, um, a lot of experiences and situations that now people are starting to talk a lot more about. Yeah. Like, you know, harassment and just being completely Mm. demonized in Hollywood because she was hot. And, I you know. feel it's kind of similar to Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, child star rose to fame super quick. Uh, they they marketed them as like super sexual so that they could be sellable. Mm. And uh, and then here we are. And yeah, th- I feel like this always. I mean, it is the industry. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not but, saying it's okay, but but it- this is the thing though. What like was interesting was she was saying that even though she was talking about these things prior to you know before movements like time's up or like Mm. me too came about um she always felt like she couldn't like she couldn't fit into the feminist movement because 
not to be like loads of people thought I was too hot but there is a thing you know like where people because she's not like the average looking girl yeah, so they so were people... like no this doesn't apply to you yeah and oh, also... oh they basically said she had pretty privilege yeah but also it's like people are threatened by yeah girls who look like that um i remember there was this interview that megan fox did uh it was like on a talk show or something was it jimmy fallon it may no, be jimmy kimmel sorry jimmy maybe kimmel, i maybe. can't remember i think you you i think we spoke about this before but basically she was talking about a particular director this was when she was younger mm. and how it was michael bay oh no was it actually yeah because this are you talking about the one where she's like 15 and like dancing yeah yeah that was the first gig that oh, he gave her that is so uncomfortable yeah so basically in this interview she talks about how she was underage and she couldn't drink so but she instead like was directed to go out and dance like on this dance floor and like in a club kind of setting and it was just not a good experience basically like Obviously, she looked older than 15 or however old she was, and they just didn't treat her right. No, basically. I mean, but also and the audience was laughing. Yeah, but I know, like, people are always like, it was a different time. I mean, it was, but like, like but it's still, so, it's but bizarre. It's, isn't it weird to think that, like, oh, it was a different time, but not too long ago? Right? That's, yeah. that's what I find insane. It's like, oh, it was a different time. You, like, talking about it like it was the fucking 50s no it wasn't <laughs> it was like two three years ago mm. that's weird um yeah definitely like the societal change mm. in- i feel like it happened very quickly yeah it did like i don't know if it happened like after after the whole britney thing man mm. like she really like obviously everyone knew her breakdown it was very public well i mean and i know we've kind of wanted to do um sort of episodes like this this is something that we've been talking about like doing um more focused episodes on like individual uh women in you know young women in the industry young women in the industry who just were mistreated completely just got dealt shit cards yeah like people like you know amy winehouse yeah lindsay lohan like and so many more. I mean, like, we're just picking a handful of white women, but there's so many women yeah. of color who've <laughs> been dealt, like, even worse cards. Oh, for that sure. I'm sure, like, when we start doing these, we'll be able to see. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's fucking insane and it's really sad. Mm. But that being said, so we recently rewatched Jennifer's Body. And the biggest thing I have to say is it was too early for its time. It was so early for its time. Also, like, I remember talking about this in the office where I work. And I was like, basically, so with Megan Fox's Renaissance, she's in this, she has been in a recent film called um, Till Death. Mm. And it's like a psychological kind of like a escape thriller do you get what i mean like yeah, yeah, you know yeah. you're stuck in one place and you're trying so hard to escape yeah yeah that kind of a vibe and she is so good in it like i i genuinely feel like people underestimate she's she's not a bad actress she like, is not a bad actress after rewatching jennifer's body i was like whoa actually she's really like she is talented she's also got like great comedic timing oh I just, th- like, I mean, that the script itself is so funny, 
but it is like some of the stuff that they say in it is like I, I don't know you have to be able to deliver it right otherwise oh, it yeah. just comes across as like awkward okay, yeah awkward but she does it in such a like oh there's so many good lines <laughs> um but one of my favorite ones is you know when um she's with needy and chip chip yeah chip and she's like oh, it smells like thai food in here were you guys fucking <laughs> it was just so good i fucking loved it um just the whole film like i mean we're obviously saying like megan fox because she's like the main character in it she's amazing but even like the minor characters mm. or like for, so needy who's not a minor character she's like the main character yeah but like second lead i guess to megan fox but played by amanda seafried and i love how they try to convince us that amanda seafried is ugly like, oh in my god that was so and funny. i was like in what world like in what world they gave her glasses and like a low ponytail and were like yes this is <laughs> this is disgusting she's peak ugly right now <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i would still bang amanda right? seafried also though is so it's just so funny that i've not seen like with amanda seafried that's not a role you'd see her in often no and i really it was nice it i mean was so cool yeah i don't know there's just some of the some of the it's the script as well because it's, it's meant to be like like a dark comedy yeah but it's like kids in a high school yeah. so they have like all this lingo and like the slang and it's so funny it's kind of cringe when you listen to it you're like oh god i can't believe people used to say that but at the same time it is so on the nose it's so fun it's like you know like in high school when you have your own lingo and everyone's just like they just think it's the coolest shit (laughs) and you're just like oh my god we're so cool and then you realize no you just sound like an absolute idiot (laughs) even even like texting like there was one oh this is so sad so um you know like the emo guy oh so uh, megan fox in part of the film megan fox is like oh yeah let's meet up um because he wants to take her out on a date and she completely like like doesn't care but yeah. needy was the one that turned around and was like i think he's a nice guy he's mm. cool so she was like you know what yeah i will go see this guy yeah so she texts him and there's a shot of him looking at the text right i could not get past <laughs> like i couldn't read the whole sentence <laughs> i was so confused and like, they did what it the fuck are all these acronyms <laughs> yeah what does this mean i was i was like trying to get past like the trn and I was like, what does, what could that mean? It just meant turn left. I was like, what the fuck? Why like, couldn't you say that? Turn, you're, stop like missing just one oh, letter. Oh yeah, it was TRN and then left like R-L-Y. It's so stupid. Yeah, it was insane. Honestly, yeah, it was so ahead of its time. I genuinely watch it and I'm like, this was so fucking funny. But I remember when I first watched it when I was younger, like in I that teenage. Didn't think it was going to be what it was. Yeah, I don't think I liked it when I first watched no, it. No, I don't. And think again, I did. it was because I had this internalized misogyny, being like, "Ew, I hate Megan Fox." <laughs> and it was like when I really looked into it, it was like, "Why did I? Why did I hate?" There was her? no reason. It's just because everyone else did. It's yeah, and also it was like girls were taught to be like oh if you don't look like her you're basically ugly and guys would kind of use that as like a 
you know, like Megan Fox is the ideal woman mm. and then everyone else is made to feel shit. And then because of that, like girls would project that insecurity onto her. Meanwhile, she's being like overly sexualized by all these like weird dweeby boys. <laughs> but what was interesting is, so in the initial marketing for the film, mm. um, so the the writer, Diablo Cody, and then the director, Karen Kusama, um, who I think she's got like an upcoming project that's meant to be like super cool. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. But apparently when they were marketing the film to like, you know, exec, like the exec board and all of that mm. shit, producers, they were all like, no, the main thing is Megan Fox is hot. Of course. And like the writer and the director is like, no, it's meant to be about like complex female friendships, friendships yeah. and like you know toxic female friendships and all of that kind of stuff and they're like no megan fox hot <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they tested their initial um screen audience mm. were all like uh young uh like prepubescent boys so all the feedback apparently one of the one of the feedback cards is just like need more boobs oh and my like, god yeah i heard that it wasn't well received from no. that initial because it was marketed so the thing is it was completely mismarketed it was marketed as this like horny kind of sex filled mm. film megan fox is like getting down and dirty you know that clip of her kissing amanda seafried yeah that was yeah. like the main thing that was always being pushed out there Ugh. in the marketing materials and then obviously so that like brings in a predominantly male audience yeah and, and also then- they already have an idea of what's what they think is the like the film's going to be about but when they actually watch it of course they're going to be disappointed yeah they're like what the fuck is this i didn't sign up for yeah this shit. and they didn't realize that actually a lot of girls and queers love that film and that's part of why it's had such a resurgence so like <laughs> The film in itself is fucking amazing. Also, mm. Adam Brody. I. <laughs> you need to stop. I fucking love Adam Brody in this film. He's so funny. He's such an asshole. He is, but he's so funny and he's so good in it. Like, it's the bit where. <laughs> he's such a dick, man. <laughs> it's the bit where she's like, why are you in Devil's Kettle? Like, da 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 da. And he's like, Oh, you know, we feel like it's important to connect with our fans, even in the shitty little towns. Um, <laughs> even from the shittier places. Yeah, like this place. And I'm just like, <laughs> like he what? Does, he just delivers it in such a good way. I will say, like, I think it's got great, great performances all around. Yeah. Young Neil is in it. Like, oh, it's Young Neil. Young oh, Neil. You realize, like, I realized that when uh, I rewatched it, I was like, damn, he was such a shit boyfriend. <sighs> Because yeah. when I remember when I first, like the first few times I watched it, I was like, oh, he's just like, he's, he's just you know. He's just the average run of the mill. Yeah, but no, he's he just is there. a bit of a. Yeah, he's a bit of a cock. Like when you realize, like you know, your girlfriend's telling you stuff that she's re- she's obviously worked up about. Yeah. Oh my god, there was this one scene. Okay, so she calls him after after the whole. Oh uh, my god! Yeah. After the whole fire thing, so basically she goes to a gig with Megan Fox. And there's a fire at yeah. this place. So she goes home and she's like calling, calling him and like in fucking tears. Like, oh my God, there was a fire, blah, 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 blah. This motherfucker, right? She literally told him she was scared. And then she starts hearing noises and she's like, oh, oh my God. Like, 
oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to check if someone's at the door or whatever. And he's just like, oh, uh, do you want me to come over? I, why is that even a question? You've already should have been in your fucking car, already heading there. But do you feel like that was like intentional? Like he was intentionally maybe shitty. Yeah. But also it's that bit where they're having sex and like um amanda seyfried's character needy is like having in like almost visions of what um megan fox as jennifer is doing to that emo boy like she's having like this weird connection and she's seeing what megan fox is seeing and she starts crying and like the guy her boyfriend is like oh no am i too big oh my god that is so funny (laughs) it's so good but anyways um that aside like the film's great you know, yeah ahead of its time we're so glad it's getting the appreciation and the audience it deserves mm. um it really has become a cult classic in its own way mm. but i think what when we re-watched it recently we were both like oh my god it gets that like female friendship dynamic so So good so good like so right yeah and i i didn't understand it when i was like a kid basically because i basically had that like you know we've spoken previously about our bullies and how our bullies were basically our best friends Mm. and it's just so weird because obviously at the time i wouldn't have realized that's what the film was about but now i look back and i'm like jesus christ this is this is painfully but like obvious even, <laughs> even the thing of like um you know when the emo guy is kind of like trying to oh he's trying to score on, a date yeah trying yeah. to hit on jennifer and jennifer's like so not interested but the only reason she's interested is because um needy Needy is like oh but he's great and she's like really okay and then (laughs) it's like you know what i mean like it's that kind of weird like territorial oh you want him i'll go get him then like that yeah yeah it's really weird and then the fact that jennifer goes slash megan fox goes after needy's boyfriend at the end it's and the way that needy you know when they have the all out and she's like why chip you could have anyone else in this entire school why chip why my boyfriend yeah and it's just so i don't know it's so good it's so because it's true it's like why there wasn't a reason she it's true she's so hot everyone thinks she's really hot she could have had anyone Mm. but the fact is she wanted needy's boyfriend yeah yeah why because she just wanted him because needy had him yeah but also it's like the idea of like um you know (laughs) you know that scene where they're like laughing they're like play fighting like (laughs) and then she shoves her against the door yeah yeah and you're just like why did that resonate (gasps) with me so much yeah i remember like watching that and i'm like oh Oh god, that is that's what my bully used to that's what my bully slash best friend used yeah, to do. Like, it would turn into like play for Oh my god, okay, so I'ma tell you an experience. I don't think I brought it up before. But one time I used to have like this claw clip for my hair. Oh. You know yeah. like the Oh yeah yeah, like yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have a clip for my hair, like because my hair back in the day was super long and it yeah. was super thick as well. Yeah. So finding a clip that could hold all of my hair was rare. Right? <laughs> fucking 
so this bitch was like, hey, I like your clip. And I was like, cool, thanks. And she was <laughs> like, oh, you. can I try it? It was like, yeah, go ahead. She didn't give it back to me, even though I asked many times. I was mm. like, hey, can you give me back that clip? And she'd just be like, yeah, yeah. She'd just blow me off every time. Yeah. One day we got on the bus because we used to go to school together. She sits in front of me. She's wearing the clip. Mm. I snatch it from her head. And she was like, no, can I have it for school? I was like, fuck off. Yeah. I didn't obviously I didn't say fuck off but I was like no because you're not gonna give it back and then I just put it in my bag yeah yeah that's so true but like though. it's it's like such little things that just made me feel like she just obviously didn't care about me and she was really mm. disrespectful she just she didn't care about me she just wanted my stuff like in moments like that oh my god I remember like again so I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this particular person on the <laughs> last yeah the one about like bullies. bullies um but i remember she would always always at any moment she would get like try and undermine me and whatever oh, way they love doing that they love doing it so it'd be like oh wombat's like really stupid like oh wombat my god and she would like patronize the fuck out of me and i remember because like her mom would always think like i don't know because we were also both asian and both sri lankan there was that weird like competition comp yeah competitiveness which i was like what competition bruv i'm in bottom set like, oh, i'm not smart i'm not coming for your daughter's like <laughs> kind of like first place, first medal. place. <laughs> I'm, I'm far from it honey and, like, i'm struggling as is <laughs> right and i remember we would go over like i would go over to her house and like, oh what come, to study yeah and like she would be so smug about things and being like oh do you not understand let me let me teach you let me be your tutor and because be you're like, so underprivileged and yeah stupid. and i would be like i don't need you to fucking tutor me like i i just don't like this is annoying stop yeah and her mum would be there and be like oh like it was just weird and then i look back at it now and i'm like fuck you that was such a shitty thing to do yeah because like, at the end of the you... day you still did well like yeah school. i look back and i'm like that's so funny that's so funny <laughs> but like that's so ridiculous that's the thing it's like it's I, just those little things that really build up and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm. this is the one that I mentioned in the bully one. Mm. When we were walking. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that part in the film in Jennifer's body where, you know, like you said, they're shove like they're play fighting and then she pushes her really hard. Yeah. That literally was her. Like, she would, she would do that anyway. Like, we would play fight and then she would just take it too far she'd always like slap like i remember because we kind of had the uh, same bully at one point yeah we mentioned we had the same bully um and she would just like always pull my hair do yeah shit. oh my god pull your hair yeah pull my hair as well pull my and hair especially like, if it was in a ponytail would really fuck me off because i'd have to take it out and do yeah! it up again or she'd like she would she'd I don't pull know, my skirt or pull, pull my skirt up yeah, pull my skirt. She'd pull my tie. She would pull oh, my... Oh, the tie, yeah. The ties. I don't know if you ever got this, but she would pull the hairband off. So then 
I wouldn't have a hairband. And then obviously oh my, my hair looks like shit because I had it in a ponytail yeah. all and day. It's, it was part of the rules that you had to have your hair up if you had long hair. Yeah. And I just remember, I was just like, oh, what? Why? Like, what are you getting from this? Like, this is annoying as fuck. It's, it was really annoying. But this is the thing. It was like, oh, but I want you to sit next to me. Like, I want you to be with me all the time. And mm. it's like... I was so stupid and blind that I was just like, yeah, no, we're friends. Yeah, we're it's because friends. we always like part it off as like, oh, they're just like that. But, you know, they still value me as a friend. When in reality... I don't. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, sure, you have all these inside jokes and whatever and you hang out all the time. Doesn't mean they actually fucking like you. Yeah. Even if they do like you, they don't treat you like they do. Yeah. And in Jennifer's body, it's just so funny. Like, right at the end when they're... When Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried is, like, they're having it out. It's so funny. Like, uh, there's a part where uh, Megan Fox is, like, floating <laughs> in the air. And Amanda Seyfried is just, like, like Chip is, like, whoa, she can fly. So and it's not that impressive. She's, like, yes, yeah, she's floating. It's not that impressive. She's hovering. It's not that yeah. impressive. And Megan Fox is just there, like, God needy. <laughs> you always have to undermine my achievements. <laughs> And she's like, oh, you know, You're- are you just insecure? And she's like, I'm not insecure, needy. God, how can I be insecure? I was a snowflake queen. And yeah, like-, like two years ago when you were still socially relevant. I'm still socially relevant. Oh you could just see like the anger of her. Yeah, but- no, do you know what's really funny though? So our, the same bully. Mutual bully. A mutual bully. They were really popular. At one point, they were popular. Like, in my primary school, they were a bit popular. Mm. Obviously, they fell off the wagon. Uh, (laughs) But at the... So, when everyone started to get older, in sixth form, there was this one time where she was crying about how lonely she was. And she, like, no one wanted to hang out with her. And I literally was just like, what? You do realise... That you're just not a nice person and that's why people don't hang out with don't you. Don't want to hang out with you. Because she pretty much went around to like every person and did the same shit. Yeah, she was just a toxic person. But it was so funny because, yeah, I think she was, she had this like draw you in by being like this jokestery kind really of person. Really nice. Yeah, and then you would be her friends and for some people, some people just, you know, could call her out straight away and were like, yeah. no, fuck you. But then other people like, you know, like me, I just completely fell into that. And I was just so not, I didn't even like clock it. Yeah, And it took me a long time to realize. But yeah, it it was so interesting because once we did all get older and we realized like, I mean, we're still immature, but we were kind of like over it. Yeah, because we had different friend groups and people who actually treated us. Obviously, you're going to argue with your mates. Yeah, yeah. That's a given. You're going to have different opinions and whatever. But we had a much better thing going on with the people we were hanging out with. And the fact that she never grew out of that is kind of troubling. Yeah. Because like she was still doing kiddie shit when she was like nearly 18, which is wild. It is wild. And it's just really funny because when you look at Jennifer's body and she's like, I w- how could I be insecure? I was the snowflake queen. And yeah. it's like, you 
You're still you're writing not, those yeah, coattails. You're like, writing the coattails that were like five years ago where people did like you, but now they realize they don't need you or even want to be around you. Yeah. So you're clutching onto something that's not even real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was all under the guise of like, but I'm your best friend. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay. And yeah, she's just telling me that it was like my own good it's like this weird thing where they keep you around because they know they could use you as their punching bag and like they're deeply insecure so they project all of that onto you Mm. and you're like you're just there basically to like elevate their ego when they're feeling down in the dumps because the thing is like in primary school that girl, she was not popular at all. Yeah. Like, people did not like her. I and wonder I, why. <laughs> right? And I remember, like, I I think even up until the very end, I was still very close with her. Like, I'd have moments where I'd fall away and try, yeah, and, yeah. try and get into, like, other healthier groups. Um, but there's a part of you that's, I think, especially when you're that young, you're like, oh, we had such good times together and we were such good friends. It's like that bit in like Mean Girls, you know, when Gretchen is like, obviously being treated like shit by Regina, but oh, she yeah. still wants to, she still wants that validation, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of like approval, that mm. like, because it makes you, you're like, uh, even though you have like bad times, you still feel like, oh, but you know, I'm not going to have any other friends like her. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's and like, oh, they're loyal. They'll back me up. Yeah, yeah. Like, if something goes wrong, at least they're there. Yeah. But it's it's all very fake in it's the so end. It's so shallow. It it's is very, very shallow. shallow. I think that's why when I was in, when I went to uni and there were those assholes, I was so fucking over it at that point because yeah. I was like, we're not in fucking high school anymore. Yeah, primary school you were bullied. In high school you were bullied. You are not about to be the same person in uni. Like no, that. I came into uni with like, I was like, you fucking what? No, I'm not here for this. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think dealing with guys at that age in a, in a friendly slash bully way, in my opinion, is easier after the fact that we were bullied by girls. Girls are like way meaner. <laughs> way mean. Like the stuff that guys would say. It's like, I oh, just- you're a slag. Okay, I'd rather be a slag than fucking the shit that girls used to say. Yeah. Me. It would like, be, it would girls be like-, like deep stem <laughs> yeah, insecurities, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they'd plant it into your head and then it would slowly build up until you're like, oh my God, I am ugly. Yeah, but the thing is, those female friendships, because they knew you so well, they knew where to hit. Yeah. whereas guys like if you get into an argument with a guy or like he's trying to bully or whatever it's so superficial yeah and that's why it doesn't hit like it doesn't, it doesn't hit hurt as hard, my guy it doesn't hit no one cares if you were hot shit when you were 10 12 15 years yeah. old <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay what well, you were like king of the playground well yeah! file file this away bitch like i don't know what it is about female friendships like in some ways and you know in some ways i'm so like i don't really care for having male friendships because Mm. they annoy the shit out of me and they're so fucking oblivious most of the time i have like one guy friend and that's more than i can bear (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but like 
It is because yeah, I would say like most of my friends are girls, and I yeah. have no absolutely no issues with them. Like it's pretty bog standard, like whatever. But I just find it like, why is that? It's that mm. weird like competitiveness at that age where you're like, I'm gonna make, I need to be the prettiest one. Or a girl, we were all fugly back then. We were all fugly. But I remember that being such a thing in in one oh, of my yeah, friendship yeah. groups where they would always rate like, oh, who do you think's the prettiest? Who do you think's the da 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 da? And I'm like, do we have to? <laughs> I don't uh, wanna... Yeah. Do, like, is it a competition? Like, we all have different features. Now, like, as as a grown, as a grown up, barely, um, <laughs> I would say I can, like, wholeheartedly say without any jealousy, without any, like, you know, backward feelings, all my friends are, like, gorgeous. Yes. Like, I think oh, my all God. All my friends are fucking attractive. I always, I always say this. So when I always, like chat about my home friends and stuff I'm always like they're fit as fuck and no one I know that guys like to pretend that they do this thing where they're like oh girls always think their friends are pretty and it's like yeah because I, they fucking are they fucking are it's not me just saying oh my friend is pretty no they are fucking top tier elite my guy they are so fine when i look back at pictures of us from when we were like young teenagers really awkward and ugly looking <laughs> the way we look now the way they look now is insane i love to hype my friends and also it's like i i'm not even saying it to just be nice like i genuinely think all my friends are beautiful yeah but i genuinely feel like all my friends are fit as fuck hell yeah now that we're older like even the way we we are with our friends and stuff like we are such hype men for each other oh yeah we are um and it's just mad to me that Mm. when we were at that age like uh, of a younger age when we were in the teenage stage like all those really petty things were like oh, we would pit that against each other. We were so yeah, but the thing is though, we were so so insecure. Oh yeah, and yeah. that that is why it worked. Yeah, because we didn't like the confidence I have now compared to when I was at school. Girl, like it is, even. it is worlds different. If someone was like, "Oh, I think you're ugly as shit," I'd be like, "Okay, that's your All opinion." Right, cool, cool. I mean, I wake up every day thinking that I'm God's gift to this world, <laughs> and I will be my number one best fan. You can shut like you if can. If you shut ain't the gonna love up. yourself, how the hell are you gonna love exactly? Else? I do. I am like a really big prescriber to that self-love yeah because it's because yeah like who's gonna if you don't feel like hot shit no one else is gonna do that for you you. and you know what fuck it sometimes you're gonna have days that you don't feel like hot shit we get it we you know everyone gets that but you know what once in a while wake up and you you are the hot shit fuck it who cares if no one like wants to think the same it you it what matters is how you see yourself yeah true true you know, as you get older, your friendship group gets smaller, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Oh, definitely not. I think, you know, keep the people in your life that are worth keeping in because yeah. some people just honestly aren't shit and they don't they don't deserve your time nor energy. It's true. Eunice kicking up. Eunice. Eunice agrees. Eunice is like, damn straight. <laughs> um, That's why I cast a storm all by myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't need any of y'all. Hey, and maybe if you're the kind of person to jump from friendship to friendship group, 
Um, and you know, you say everyone else is the problem. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's time <laughs> to look inward and wonder why no one wants to give you the time of day. Maybe. You know what? Maybe start therapy. It might give you some answers. Uh, yeah. You might realize that you're the Jennifer and you're not the needy. Oh. <laughs> uh, sometimes you just need to be a bit more needy in your life, you know? Yeah. Like, just... Yeah, stab that bitch in the heart. <laughs> uh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> um, that was another episode of Really Bitch. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you found it funny. Um, definitely check out Jennifer's Body if you haven't watched it for whatever reason. You know, you can now watch it with a new perspective, a new refreshed <laughs> lens. And join us next week to listen to what has us saying, really bitch. Mm. Bye. Bye. Bitch. Bitch. Fucking Storm Eunice. Eunice needs to pack up and leave. (laughs) 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 Fucking Storm Eunice.